The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff. And Jim, how about these fans of McDonald's have been floored after discovering what really goes into making their iconic sweet and sour sauce. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not telling me it's one part sweet and one part sour? It's exactly what it is. And no. the N stands for nutmeg. <laughs> no. Secret Look, I'll be honest. I wasn't that shocked by it, but people online, I guess, had never thought of it. People are saying this has shaken me to my core because, of course, sweet and sour. Shook. Shook is sweet and sour is definitely the source of the Jimmy and I show when it comes to Maccas. Yeah, I feel like. yeah. I um, you know, I, I love it. I dated a girl who liked barbecue. Remember? Yeah, and that's why and, we ended it. And you said earlier, you went. I don't know, Jim. This will never, this, this will never work no. out. And then we'd have to ask for a separate source, and then you didn't get enough. So and I was right, true. wasn't I? I was right, yeah. exactly. Uh, even May is her name. She's a TikToker. She revealed sweet and sour sauce actually contains fruit, which baffled her because she'd never so much as associated sweet and sour sauce with fruit before. Can I guess what the fruit is? I would love you to guess the fruit. Apricot. Yes. Good. Did you know this? I didn't know it, no. But it does have I, an apricot feel. When um, I didn't know what it was, I mean, it is a sauce that I have far too much. Regularly. Usually after a few beverageinos, 3am in the morning. I went through three buckets of yeah. it on the weekend. So I, I know, when you said fruit, I was like, yeah, nah, I'd guess an apricot. Well, she's it's come fine. out and said, Put I can't. Put me on Mars, Chef, mate. Taste that. Oh, so oh, good. Taste What's in that? Apricot. Mm. Sauce. Um, so she said if, if any fruit, she thought it would be pineapple or mango. But I'm like, no, it doesn't taste like that at all. It does taste a bit apricot apricot yeah. And now all these people have gone, do we boycott sweet and sour sauce? Why would you? It doesn't people, change the sauce. Like fruits, mate. See, that's the thing. See, the kids it, these days, you've got to hide the fruit oh, in their meal. They see it, mate. They won't eat Cut it. Cut them all up. Mike, what, the kids? What? <laughs> Yeah, kids, put them in there. What's in there? Kids. Mm. Um, if anything, I'm now more inclined to love sweet and sour sauce even more because it's healthy. It's healthy. It's the healthy option. Well, I don't know if it's healthy, but no. it, there's said it now, haven't I? Fruit in it. Can't put it back in my no, mouth. Exactly. You like the sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> so here's what I thought we could do. On the topic of sweet and sour, I wanted to bring a game to the show that I don't I don't think you played this, but you, you've, we've I've, spoken I've told off the show and yeah. because we've driven together many times mm. and you always bring it up and I go... I never played this in the car Honestly, growing up. Honestly, one of the greatest games that me and my sister used to play on long drives with my family, or also on the school bus. You'd play it all the time. I'm bringing it to the radio for the first time. It is called Sweet and Sour. Calling everyone who's inside a car right now. Get your hands ready to wave. It's time to play. Radio Sweet or Sour. Radio Sweet or Sour. Yes, Radio Sweet or Sour. Now, if you don't know how this game works, great. I get to explain it to you and you get to play it for the first time. So growing up, what we would always do, particularly on the school bus or as kids, you'd sit in the back of the seat, right? And you'd see other cars obviously driving behind you or driving past. What you would do is you would look at the person driving that car or in the car and you would determine whether or not you thought they were sweet or sour. You would then proceed to wave at that person. If they waved back or smiled, they were sweet. If they completely ignored you and gave you nothing back, they were sour. Oh, so you guessed in advance. You guessed in advance. Yeah. So I'd see Jimmy driving his little Corolla, and I'd go, sweet, absolutely sweet, 100%. I'd wave. Obviously, you wouldn't wave back, and you would be sour. Well, I mean, look, I am sour by nature, but... There is one thing I believe in, that's waving back on a the roads. A wave on the roads. Yeah, so that, that's separate. I, I, but I you never know. You never yeah. know. Sometimes you look at somebody who looks quite scary, like a big scary trade in his Hilux. You give him a wave, face lights up, he waves back, he's sweet, baby. 
So what I thought we could do is bring this classic game I played at school to the radios. Love that. 13, 10, just 60. need to be in a car. You've got to be in a car. That's all we need from you. 13, Probably 10, 60. driving somewhere, just sitting I in a garage. Don't, well, it's going to be very difficult unless you've got a big garage and other people are driving back and forth. I don't know. So 13, 10, 60 Australia. If you are in a car right now, jump on the phones uh, and play Radio Sweden Sale. How it's going to work is you've got to be in the car talking to us and whenever another car either pulls up next to you or drives past, we need you to wave to it. If they wave back, of course, they are sweet. If they don't, you are sour. That's how this works. 13, 10, 60 straight. Jump on the phones right now. The game is radio sweet or sour. If you are in a car and you want to play, 13, 10, 60 is the number. Angela from Epping. Hi, Ange. Hi. Now, Ange, have you ever played sweet or sour before? No, never. Okay, this is good. You under, I haven't played either, Ange, but you, you understand how this works? <laughs> Yes, well, sort of. I have to wave to someone, and if they wave back, then they're sweet. Well, not sort of, mate. You've nailed it. Yeah, much better than Nathan. <laughs> so if well, you want word economy, Ange. Very good. You're a job in radio. It took me nine minutes to explain that. Uh, okay, so Ange, <laughs> you're, you're driving right now, yes? I am. Yeah. Are you by yourself, Ange? I am. <laughs> right, okay. Now, Ange, you need to. Is there, are there any cars near you? Is there a car that you can see? Uh, there's a car in front of me. Okay. And there's someone walking. Does it, can they be walking on the footpath? They've got to be in a car. Oh, okay. All yeah. Right. All oh, right. do you want to just do you want to extend the rules to know, walking? No, I've... You know what? Why not? Who cares? Yeah. Let's extend it to walking. Okay. Well, so, I, can, I just. Uh, They've gone past. There's someone in front of me. Hold on. I'll hold on. Wait, wait. Well, do I have wait. to save this sweet and sour first? Yes. Now, get. So, who are you going to go with? The person walking past or the person in front? The person in front of me, but I'm not sure if they're going to be able to see me. That's fine. It's up to you to get that wave going, Ange. Okay, so what do you want to lock All in? Right. Sweet or sour? Um, I think he's going to be... I feel really bad. <laughs> okay, well, I think they're going to be sour. I think they're going to be sour. Sour. Okay, all right. Here you go, sir. Ange, yeah. when you're ready, give him a right. big wave. I'm, give a big, I'm giving a big wave. Even can honk- I say hello? Yeah, like, yeah. Honk- I- even honk a little hello. bit, Ange. So, no? No, nothing? No, no. Oh, you were spot no. on. Well done. He was sour. <laughs> he was sour. You, you well done. It, I was screaming at the window. He just turned. Yeah, he was probably freaked out, but you've got a point, Edge. You well won, Edge. Congrats. <laughs> point uh, for you. Amanda from Geelong. Hi, Amanda. Hi, how um, are you? Good. You ready to play Sweet or Sour? I am, I am. Okay, is there a car near you, Amanda? So, there's one going by me now. Okay, what do you want to guess? I'm going to guess that they are sweet. Sweet. Go, Give go, a wave. Go, go, wave. go, go, wave, wave, wave. Hang on, they've just turned into another lane. I'm going to change. Okay. okay. Hang All right. on. All right. Tell me when there's another person, Amanda. Here we go. Come on, Subaru. You ready? Here we go. Go. <laughs> oh, no. Didn't even look. Oh, <laughs> no, Ange. Lock in. I oh, no, that was um, Amanda, sorry. Yeah, so... And I've got away from the person next to me. <laughs> I mean, you got to lock something sorry, in. Sorry, Amanda's having the best day of her life. <laughs> 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 Very good, Amanda. Well, she'll keep playing. She doesn't even, even care about the radio anymore. Changing people's lives, mate. Okay, oh, let's, go, let's go to uh, John. That was Amanda still playing. Uh, hello, John. Hello. Hello, John. You're driving at the moment. Is there a car coming past? Not quite at the moment. I'm almost alongside one. Okay. okay well, when, when, when you're near him, John, you lock something in and then you try and get their attention, okay? Yep. 
Oh, Lockheed Sour. Lockheed Sour, John. Okay. Go, John. Give him a wave. Talk us through it, John. I'm waving. Not waving back. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you gave it a go, John. You get a, you get a point there, John. Yeah, well, you got, actually got it right. Well done, John. You played that correctly. You keep going, okay, mate? Report back. No worries. <laughs> John. Not as stoked as Amanda, but, no, but still happy to play. Still happy to play. Soph, hello, Soph. Hey, how you going? Good. Did you play a bit of sweet and sour as a kid, mate? Oh, boy. This was my favourite game to play when I was on the bus going to school. So good. So good. Okay, so, so, so good. You know, you know how this works. You're driving at the moment. Is there a, is there a car near you? Um, there is. Stand by while I get a little closer. Okay. Okay. Well, you tell In your us. your own time, you, once you get a look at them, tell us sweet or sour. All right. What kind of car is it, Soph? Can you tell us that? <laughs> Looking like a 4B. <laughs> Give me two seconds. It's coming. It's probably about 20, 30 metres away. Okay. okay, all right. You take your time, so We've got some fun music here anyway. Look, I'm honestly going to give it a bit of a guess because I love 4B, so I think it's going to be a bit sweet. So okay, give sweet. It a crack. This could right, be a go, sweet. Soph. All right, so when you're ready, right. you start waving. Here we go. Come on. We want to wave. No! <laughs> Didn't get a wave. Oh, jeez. Oh. Doesn't sound like you played at all, so. <laughs> The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Nate, uh, filmmaker Lee Locklear uh, from the US spent six months on uh, getting together the perfect proposal. It, uh, it is stressful. Uh, now, as the only person on the Jimmy and Nath show mm. uh, and greater Jimmy and Nath team that is, uh, or has proposed. Well, the only one who's got someone to say yes. Yes, no, you're right. Yeah. Jared's always getting down on one knee. Constantly. And, Jer- drinks. and Jeremy oh. goes, mate, no. Get up. I barely know you. Yeah, Don't stop embarrass it. yourself. And then, this is my new impression of Jared Freeman. Now. Yeah. He's like, but I want your Maui. That's how marriage imagine. Please tell me. Please tell me. <laughs> Can we get Maui? That's how Jared is. Like, here mm. on the show, you'd hear him. Very cool, calm, sassy, confident. Yeah, yeah. But at home, he's like, I love you, do I want me? <laughs> one, day he'll say, one day he'll say yes. Don't yeah. worry, mate. Okay, don't, keep it up. Hey, keep it up. It's good, actually. Have good work. Um, Maybe give him a $50 Soul Origin voucher. That might get him over the line. <laughs> <laughs> we got heaps to give away. Uh, so what he did was uh, he took his girlfriend uh, of three years um, to watch a movie at the local cinema. Okay. Uh, the pair sat in the front row nice. whilst all her family and friends were hidden in the dark. Oh, great. Um, kind of creepy, but also great. <laughs> uh, the girlfriend, Lee, watched the 1959 Disney classic Sleeping Beauty. Oh, apparently one of her favorite films. Good film. And he said, he goes, I've organized the movie. Bit dodgy when he just kisses the unconscious woman, but anyway. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because he re-edited the final scene. Right. Yes, and it's actually him and cartoon versions of him and his girlfriend. <laughs> what? It's just kind of weird. <laughs> and they pot. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Um, and then on the screen, the the version of uh, whatever it is, the, the prince, he turns into this Lee bloke. Uh, Sleeping Beauty turns into her. Yeah. And then he gets down on one knee in the movie as a yeah. cartoon. And then she turns to her left and he's down on one knee in front of her. That's in the actually... Pretty lights, cool. Lights, all the family stand up. They're yeah, they're all there. And she oh. goes, no. Oh, <laughs> sad. She goes, I want to see what happens in the movie. 
I paid for this. Guys, sit down. Yeah. Uh, so yes, she that's said, very impressive. She said I do very impressive. Um, mm. So look, I want to ask on thirteen ten sixty because you know, for those that are married or have been married, you've all got proposal stories. Yeah. And I'd love to hear the the more unique ones, not yeah. just the the exceptional ones, but the ones that aren't as good as the well. creative ones. ones or the ones that go wrong. wrong. Um, yeah. But Nathan, I'd love for you to share your, your story quite quickly because I think it's it's quite creative in its yeah. own. Yeah. Well, it, you can see it. Uh, the whole thing was filmed. No, no, I asked you. To <laughs> <laughs> I will. Head to the Instagram. <laughs> Get the clicks up, yeah. you mongrels. Yeah, you're right. The uh, views. We need the views. No, it is on the Instagram. Maybe we'll reshare it, put it on the story, right? So um, so what, what I did was I told my partner Meg that we were now fiance, that we were going on a on a dinner organized by my dad, but he didn't want to go to he didn't want to go on it. So he's given it to us. So I purposely said I didn't have heaps of details. So we went down to, it was Sydney Harbour, right? And we happened to be at a park where we had our very first date. Uh, she clicked onto it and in the video, you can say, you can hear her say, oh my God, we had our first date here. And I'm so nervous, right? I talk for three hours every day. I've never not been able to talk until that moment, right? And I knew she was going to say yes, yeah. right? Regardless of what I did. I'm shit scared, right? Mm. So we're walking along this park looking for this fake restaurant and this fake dinner, which never existed. Happened to be our first date spot. And then my dad drives past on this big boat with a sign that we had put up there before saying, Maggie Draffin, I love you. Will you marry me? Dad's honking the horn. She starts crying. I'm down on one knee. She recognizes my dad before and she goes, oh my God, it's your dad. It's your dad. I'm down on one knee. And I go, yeah, but what about this? (laughs) Goes to show uh, she's more into my dad than me. You didn't ask, did you? No, I said, no, I didn't give her the ring. That's I freaked right. out because yeah. you, you have a plan of how it's going to work in your head. So I get down on one knee and I go, uh, Maggie Draffin, I love you. You love my life. Will you marry me? Right. Uh, and then I had the, I had the box open and she goes, she goes, oh my God. Yeah. Starts crying. There's, it's film. There's confetti flowers come out, all this kind of stuff. And then I just hand her the box. <laughs> <laughs> and I think technically you're supposed to put the, the ring, ring on the finger, yeah. but I was like so sweaty and shaking and yeah. I'd had this thing on me for so long. It was burning a hole in my pocket. Right. So I just hand her the box and walk away and go, whoo, that is done. done. <laughs> yeah, once you put the ring on the finger, you threw the box <laughs> yeah. into Sydney Harbour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, done. Oh, I don't need to hold that. Hard bit over. Right? Anymore. All right. Well, so Australia, that's that's what we're looking for. You know, the, the how did you propose stories? Maybe it was you. Maybe it was your, your partner who yeah. did the proposing. You'd like to share their story as well. Uh, hello, Rachel. Welcome. Hello. How uh, are we? Good. Proposal stories. What do you got for us? So my fiancé took us to underneath the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Ah, and Sydney we Harder. Walking, yep. Yeah, Sydney Harder. <laughs> we were walking along Circular Quay and he was holding on to his jacket really tightly. And I was like, what's with you and your jacket today? Anyways, he we walked to a spot where um, he first told me he loved me and we sat down on this bench and he was so nervous and was sweating. He was trying to pull something out of his jacket and I didn't know, but it was the ring box, but it was so big, it was stuck in his jacket. So he tried to, like, make it really, like, you know, romantic and uh-huh. nice, but he's sweating and shaking, and the box eventually, like, popped out of the jacket. And he was so nervous, he didn't say anything, he just opened it. Um, and he was just so embarrassed and was so... So did it, Rachel, did he say anything or just open the box in front of you? He Well, he originally was like, will you? And then struggled with the box trying to come out. And then once he finally got the box in order, he was like, then he said, marry me. And what did you say, Rachel? Of course I said yes. There you go. Lovely. 
True story. <laughs> you don't even need to say the whole thing. No, will but, that, you? but also, and look, will you help me with this and, and, I'm, and I'm not having a go at the, the the people getting proposed to out there around the world, right? But the proposer is very nervous. You'd say that it's harder and, to be the proposer than the proposee. The proposer, you just got to say yes, right? Proposee, mate, you're put in the spot. You don't know what's coming. Oh, yeah, the but pressure. It's a, it's a yes or what no do you answer. Say? Yes. The options are endless. Yes or no. That's it, right? But if you can see them struggling, help a brother out. Or help a sister Get out. some scissors. Yeah. Cut open the just jacket. Just go and go, look, we'll get this ring out. It's a yes from me. Relax. Right? And Put then we'll get the ring out together. Here. So, because we're very stressed. Okay. Uh, Kelly from Canberra. Just a PSA. Kelly from Canberra. Hi, Kelly. Hey, how are you? Yeah, good. Proposal story. What do you got? Okay. So, I knew, I, I met my partner at work together and I knew that I wanted to marry her. There was no doubt about it. So, a couple of years in, she was an opera, she is an opera singer. Yeah. So, she was doing a play. Yeah. And a Shakespeare play, I don't know what it was called. Okay. And I worked with the um, the director and the lighting team. So when she was doing the last song and she was walking up the middle of the crowd, the songs changed to Ed Sheeran, perfect, like the Italian version. Yeah. The lights went up. She thought that they stuffed up the music. And then her cast started coming up, giving her roses. And then I walked up giving her white roses. Oh. And then I got down on one knee in front of everybody and then I said my speech. I got so nervous that she bent down. She said, you're doing well. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> Kelly, that is phenomenal. That is that's so really cool. This, this is like a, like a live performance. Like there was a whole crowd there, alive, Kelly. Alive, alive. It was in an old mansion in Bathurst. And, How um, many people do you reckon were there in the, in the audience, uh, Kel? Look, I... Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell. Uh, maybe a hundred. Wow. And they, sure. and they had like, no I was idea. honestly so nervous that I could, of course yeah, there was you a were. Lot, lot of people. Yeah. And, and they had no idea, Kelly? Um, the c- crowd, no. Like yeah. a lot of my friends that came that night, because it was actually also on our anniversary of when we first met. Yeah. Um, I so... can just imagine all the people in Craig going, I do not remember this in Othello. No. Uh, when... <laughs> No, we didn't, we I didn't know Ed Sheeran yeah. was in Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's in. He was in Game of Thrones. No, no, no. I didn't know Shakespeare had Can't written him. Uh, that's great, Kelly. Thank you for that. What a beautiful story. Uh, Chelsea from Melbourne. Hi, Chelsea. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Proposal stories. What do you got? Um, so the night before I was supposed to leave for my annual family holiday, I went out for dinner with my now fiance yep. um, and said, I want to leave at 6am on the dot. And he said, nope, we're not going to a nine o'clock. I want to go shopping in the morning. Yep. Little did I know that he was out buying my ring. Um, the morning of? Spent, yeah, the morning of. Okay. <laughs> that we were okay. supposed to leave. Um, and little did, um, yeah, so we spent six hours on the way to our family holiday and we did not speak for that entire six hours because I was so annoyed oh. that we didn't leave earlier. Yeah. Um, so six hours in the car in silence. Uh, when we got there, it was 32 degrees and we had to go for a hike up to a lookout. Hmm. Um, and he wore a jumper and two jackets to hide the ring. So you're probably you're probably annoyed at him. You're probably annoyed at him for that for not dressing oh, appropriately. I was like, yep. you look you did look ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so we hiked our way up to this lookout, and he got down on one knee, and he never actually said, "Will you marry me?" And I never actually said yes. We just kind of turned into crying balls and messes and stood there looking at each other. <laughs> Are you sure he was crying and wasn't sweating? Look, <laughs> it's potential. Who knows at this point? Who knows? I mean, did you ever have the conversation like, "Will you marry me?" I do, or yes, or we did like a couple of months after. I we turned around at one point and went, "Hang on, we never actually said couple the words." Of, and sorry, I never couple said of yes. Months. So, is this actually happening? Or months? Are you married now, Chels? 
No, we're not getting married till March. Right, okay. And then they'll get married and then it'll be six months and she'll say, I do. (laughs) (laughs) The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. A man in the UK has been fined almost $2 million for speeding. $2 million for speeding. This is wild. So he was going 60 kilometres over the speed limit, which, to be fair, is a lot, right? Still $2 million. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so I was expecting the maximum fine to be about $1,000, right? Yeah. Which is deep, but it's also your 60 kilometres over. $1,000 is probably... and I'd lose say a, a few thousand. Lose lo- your licence. Lose a few... Use, lose some points or yeah. lose your licence if you're going that fast. 60 k's, yeah, you've got to lose licence. Not good, not good. Uh, but instead, he got a letter, right, sent to his address um, to pay with an order to pay $1.78 million or show up to court. And so he's gone, oh, my God. So obviously he decided to show up to court because who has $1.87 yeah. million, right? Uh, so he showed up to court and, and, uh, and explained uh, or was explained to by the magistrate that the amount is simply a placeholder, right? And the judge would actually instead assign what his fine would be. So the reason they put that on there is to get people to scare show up. Scare people to go to court. Scare people to go to court, which works a treat unless, of course, you're trying to find a billionaire. You know, Elon just goes, yeah, fine, I'll pay my 1.78, which is also a win for them because they get $1.78 million, million dollars, right? Yeah. Uh, so he goes to court. Uh, the judge goes, naughty, naughty, here's your $1,500 fine. You lose your license for eight months, right? Yeah. Which is probably the fair punishment for going that fast. Yeah. Not $1.78 million. million dollars. Yeah, so it's very... I thought our fines were steep here in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Very stressful. Very. Yeah. And also the random amount as well, which you and I always talk about. Yeah. Like, you got a fine the other day for like, what, $278.32 Cents or something. Yeah. I'm like, where, where does that come from? Yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah, I don't want to pay it. Show me, it. show me the, you have to pay it. Uh, no. Come find me. Because otherwise, <laughs> they know where you are. You've tried this excuse before, go, what are they going to do? I'm like, well, they'll add more to it. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't pay your fines, guys, they'll, like, I was, too, um, they'll take your license away. Yeah. You might arrest you even. I don't know how it works. No, they arrest you. You go to jail for life. Uh, Yeah, that's what happens, mate. All because I crossed the road. (laughs) The jaywalk. The jaywalk. Jay for Jimmy. It's illegal, Uh, mate. Here's what I want to do, Jim. I hate fines. You hate fines. We all hate fines, right? We all hate fines. So once again, I want you and I to become something we've done on the show a few times already. Jimmy and Nath, the fine fighters. Have you recently received a fine? Then listen up, because you don't have to pay it. How, you ask? With the help of these boys. Jimmy and Nate are the Fine Fighters. Yeah, we're paying fines and saving lives. The Fine Fighters. Sorry, I forgot there was a extra little bit there. A little bit. I, thought there was a, I forgot that audio bones a little bit at the yeah. end. Australia, we are the Fine Fighters. We are Jimmy and Nate. 13, 10, 60. Here's what we need from you. Jump on the phones right now. How much was your fine? Because we might, we might pay it for you. Yeah. Um, the options are we pay it mm-hmm. if it's a small amount. Yeah. We're not flush with money. We have um, no money. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be very, it needs to be a very small, small fine. Amount, yeah. Um, so we, far we've done this three times we haven't paid a fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I just, I need to be up front. Here, you don't right? have to be. That's true. We've paid every single fine. No, I don't think you can say that. Okay. We've paid some it's, fines. No, you just don't say anything. We may or may not have We're paid the fines. Fine fighters. We're the fine fighters. You could be. I could be a crime fighter. Yep. Have you actually fought crime? No, no. I'm the, just identifying. I have the intention. <laughs> we, okay, no. We have the intention of paying as many fines as we can. Yeah. Yep. 
But again, so we may pay your fine. Yep. Probably won't. <laughs> we could just not pay it. Yeah. Which we may or may have not done in the past every single time. Mm. Or, which some would argue is even better, is give you a prize. We have prizes giveaway. We got $50 Soul Origin power, uh, vouchers. $100 Wild Secrets vouchers, Skull Candy, tickets to the movies. So the, these are your options, right? We either pay your fine, which is great, 13, 10, 60, yeah, which we've never done. But anyway, we might do it because we, we are the fine fighters. You, you score yourself a prize to make up for the fact that you've been fined. Or there is the third option that we've done a few times is we go, no, you don't get a prize. We're not paying you fine because what you did was pretty bad, yes. naughty, naughty. Sometimes you need a little slap on the wrist. And uh, we'll give you that. So, I mean, technically the fine was a slap on the wrist, but it's a slap on the other wrist. Well, we're yeah. fighting. We, we don't just fight fines. We fight those who fight their fines. Exactly. And we're telling you to start right. back in your... Let's yeah. stop. You say stop. This one was deserved. You deserve this fine. Yeah. So 131060, we are Jimmy Nath. We are the fine fighters. Hello, Steve. Welcome. Hi, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, Steve, what was the fine? How much? Um, so the fine was for $304. Um, so, uh, I guess quick story. Um, I live in New South Wales, used to live in Bic, um, and I voted on the weekend in New South Wales cause I'm registered there, mm. but apparently I'm registered in Victoria as well. Um, and I submitted my paperwork saying that I had moved all that sort of stuff. I got confirmation and then I got an SMS, um, saying that I had a fine for not voting on Saturday, um, in Victoria. So and it's $300. Yep. Yeah. $300 for not voting. I feel like, though, even if you vote in the wrong location, you, you still voted, though, Steve. Yeah. Sounds uh, so like I called today, and they said, technically, I was still registered here, um, so I still have to pay the fine. I mean, look, you've been hard done by. I think this is a scam. As in Steve scamming us or Steve's being scammed? I think Steve's trying to scam us out of 300 bucks. Oh, right. Well, I mean, uh, Steve, let me tell you. I have enough money to do it myself, like, but... Oh, great. We'll pay you fine, then. <laughs> Because I was registered elsewhere. Yeah. And I I, I just said... We're not I'm paying like, your fine either, bro. No, I didn't get a fine, but yeah. I registered elsewhere. And I went, well, yeah, you're going to do an absentee vote. And, well, yeah. regardless, Steve, that's way above our budget. Right. And he said he had the money. Yeah, exactly. That, his crucial mistake That's there. what scammers do, though. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm a Nigerian prince. I've got plenty of money. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's just locked up at the moment. Steve might be a Nigerian prince. It, it says Darlinghurst, but I reckon he's somewhere else. He's in Arusha in Tanzania or something. Hello, Lauren. Welcome. Hey, how are you going? Good. Welcome to the Fine Fighters. Uh, what did you get the fine for? How much? Speeding fines, mm. $696. But not only one, there were two, three weeks apart in the exact same spot. Right, uh, so you didn't learn from your lesson is what you're telling us, Lauren. No, it was a 100k road and at some point it dropped to 60 Mm. And we didn't see it. So, and you didn't twice. see it twice, Lauren. Twice, exactly. Twice. So it wasn't visible, probably. What's that number? What's the number again, Lauren? Six hundred ninety-six dollars. I'm going to tell you, Lauren. I got stung twice in two weeks, Nathan. You know this. Yes. And it was a it was a fixed. It's camera that's there twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. Mm. And I got done, Lauren, twice in two weeks. I paid the fines. You got to pay your. You got to pay your fine, Lauren. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Lauren. Look, I feel I'm your s- pain. But, but we can't even give you a prize for that, mate. You got no, done twice. You're undoing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew, welcome to the Fine Fighters. Hello, Andy. Hey, guys. How you going? Yeah, good, mate. What was the fine for? How much? So it was $550 for going through a red light. But I was absolutely busting, and I missed it by 0.5 seconds. Okay, so let me just clarify that, because your phone broke up a little bit. So $550 
going yep. through a red light. Your excuse yep. was you really needed to go to the toilet, yes? Yes. Have you tried to fight the fine, Andrew? I was going to, um, and then I thought I'd probably get the same excuse every single week, even though I did have to duck into the pub just up the road. So, okay. Yeah. Andrew, how busting were you? Uh, I nearly, nearly saw myself. I was, I was three streets from home. Okay, so you almost almost sold yourself. Would you say it was a $550 poop? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, great. Well, then you've got your money's worth, haven't you? Uh, I feel like maybe Andrew could have a prize. Because I feel like he's unlucky. We're not going to pay it. But, you know... He, you reckon a prize? Well, just because he's he's nearly pooped himself. That's true. And he well, didn't, but he, he didn't, didn't poo himself. But he didn't drive all the way home. But so he's already got the victory of not having pooed himself. No, but I mean, like, he's only gone... Sorry, Andrew, just, we're just talking was, about yeah, it. Yeah, like, it was only, what he said, point zero. Something. Yeah, what was it? Point zero what, Andrew? Point zero five. Point zero five. Oh, it's difficult, isn't it? One. It was half of that. <sighs> half, I don't know, you've, you've half got... A I don't second. have the prize from it. You, you decide. All right, Andrew, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. All right, we're yep. not going to pay you fine. You understand that, yes? Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, but what if I gave you a $50 Soul Origin voucher? Hey, I'd be happy with that. Okay. Well, make sure you're near a toilet after you have your coffee, mate, because you know what you got. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Good on you, Andrew. Uh, look, saving lives, aren't we? Uh, don't say we never pay fines. We, we do. give prize. We, we give prize. <laughs> No, we're the fine fighters. Oh, we just fight them with fifty dollars solar adventures. Uh hello Mon from Chatswood. Hey, how you going? Good Mon, just quickly, what was the fine for? How much? Uh around about three hundred and forty dollars, but it wasn't me, it was my husband. What did he what did he do, Mon? Well, he was teaching our daughter to drive. She's on her L's and he went out to Homebush and he was driving to demonstrate how to do the roads and things and came to a stop sign and didn't stop completely and there was a police car sitting there and he got fined for not stopping at a stop sign while he was demonstrating how to stop at stop signs. Mon, yeah. do you think he deserves for us to pay the fine? Well, do you know what? He had a perfect driving record, more than 25 years driving, perfect driving record and this is his first one and it was while he was with his daughter teaching her so he was mortified. So mm. it would make him feel better if you guys could pay his fine for him. I think, though, Mon, the real victim here is you. You know what I mean? You, mm. The embarrassment you've oh, yeah. now suffered from your husband basically mm. getting a fine in the exact moment you shouldn't. And teaching your, the next generation. And your daughter. Okay, Mon, here's what, here's what we're going to do, right? We're not going to pay the fine. I'm just going to tell you that much, right? We're not going to pay the fine. But what we're going to do is I'm going to give... You and your daughter double passes to the movies. You must not bring your husband. Your husband. All right, I'll drive. I'll do the driving to the movies then. Jeez, you got over that quick, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) The Jimmy and Nate podcast is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Um, You and I were just putting in some uh, requests for show openers, TV show openers. Yeah, show songs, TV show songs, uh, Mm. theme songs. Nathan, I great singing them. I was trying to remember Malcolm in the Middle. I always loved that one. It was like, you're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss of me now. And you're not so big. Life is unfair. That's right. That was a banger. Yeah. Was that an actual? It was an actual song. Sorry, who's well. requesting the Simpsons from the team? 
March! Oh, <laughs> and it crackled, crackled when he came through. It doesn't through. have any lyrics. Since <laughs> we, need, we need lyrics. Anyway, we are about to do something, but Ashley has uh, been kind enough to call through from, uh, from Victoria. Hi, Ash. <laughs> Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, good. You obviously heard that little extra bit that we we're offering everybody. Is there a, a certain show open or show tune you'd like us to do? Yeah, so um, I grew up watching Golden Girls. So if you guys could do the song, thank you for being a friend, if you know that one, oh, yes. that'd be great. <laughs> <clears throat> thank you for being a friend. Travel around the world and back again. Your heart is true. I can't remember that. Neither can I. Here we go. Ready, Ash? Thank you for being a friend. Oh, good, Ash. That was awesome. Thank maybe, you, guys. Thank you. You're welcome, Ash. Thank you for reminding us of that great song. <laughs> yeah. Nathan, maybe we just thank ask. you, thank you. 131060, what's your, John, what's your favourite TV show? We're what's the, here what's now. the song, your favourite TV show song? Yeah. Should we do TV? Should we do TV yeah, openers, openers, right? Yeah. Should we, all right, 131060, what's your favourite TV show opener? Song. Just, song. I don't just, think openers. I think opener's yeah, no a radio tune. thing. Yeah, yeah. Show song. Yeah. Show song. Hello, Jamie from Victoria. Hello, Big Bang Theory. We would love to hear you guys do that. Um, oh, yes. Actually, Nate's really good at this, I, um, Jamie. Um, I'm not. Um, uh, um, oh, oh, um, oh, my God. Uh, what the, how, does it, how does it start, Jamie? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know. A uh, 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 hundred million years ago. Oh, you used to know it. Uh, it's amazing. Um, it's an isotope. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, hey, Jamie, I'm going to get this for you because it's an absolute banger of a song. Um, give me a sec. Do, do you still watch it? Yeah, I love it. We're just doing some Googling here. Jamie, this is off-the-cuff stuff. Yeah. Hey, oh, you, my phone's not even you working. Ta- you talk to a gym while I get it, right? <laughs> hey, you, Jamie? <laughs> oh, our whole universe, universe is in a heart, heart, heart damn state and nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. Wait, the Earth began to cool, the autographs began to drool, the Earth developed tools, we built the wall, we built the pyramids, math, science, history, and rattling the histories. It all started with a big bang. Hey! How was that, Jamie? That was great. Everything you're after? Yep, everything I'm after. Right, you're welcome. Love we this, just, we're this. this. Good. Look, keep them coming. We're going to go to song and come back. Yeah. We'll, we'll do one more. Go to song and come back. Uh, hello, Isabel. Hi, how are you going? Good. We're just doing um, random show songs. What's your What's your <laughs> show song? Uh, round the twist. Oh, and you're going round the twist. Uh, when strange <laughs> things happen, happen. When you're going go round the twist. twist. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Is that it, Isabel? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very we good. haven't missed it. One more. Okay, we'll do, we'll do one more, but keep calling. 131060, you're up. Uh, Shana from Seymour. Hi, yeah. Shana. Hi, how are you? Good. We're doing um, show songs. What do you got for us? Um, Saddle Club, Hello World. Oh, um, Hello this. World. Here's the song. No, this yeah. is me. Life could be. Hey, Kira, come in here right now because I know you know this. Come in here <laughs> and be a part of this. Be a part of this. Shana, you're a part of this. Is that Mike 3 there? Yeah, Mike 3. Mike 3, right? right. Oh, gosh. Okay, in a one, in a two, and a Kira. 
Hello world. This is me. Life could be fun for everyone. Hello world. Oh, I can see. Oh, Kira. Yep. Ooh, ooh. Shana, the final line. No. I'll do it. I've got my daughter in the car. She's like, "What are you doing?" Fun for everyone. Much like what we're doing. Thirteen, ten, six. How did you know that? I watch a bit of Saddle Club growing up. A bit? I was in the Saddle Club. In spare time. I was was in the Saddle Club club. Uh, Charles from Canterbury. Hi, Charles. Hey, boys. We got to hear Full House. Full House. Can you... How does it start, Charles? Oh. Whatever happened to predictability? Oh. The Milkman, the Paperboy, Evening TV. Mm Mm-hmm. These are all familiar friends. Yeah. Waiting just around the bend. Yeah. You don't you don't know it. No, no. but you did it perfectly. Jake, love that. Turns out there was one we didn't know. Okay. Uh, full, I know old Full House. It's all up from here. Yeah, the Olsen twins. It's all up from here. <laughs> We're fine. Hello, Jakey from Victoria. Hi boys, how are you? Yeah, good mate. Uh, too bad we we've already fallen over the hurdle. We were so but, cocky. He's a bit of a tough act to follow, isn't he? Okay. Well, Jake, well, Jake, <laughs> Jake what do you got for us? What's the, what's uh, the show I've, I've got cat dog. Oh, oh cat dog. Alone <laughs> in the world is a little cat, cat dog. dog. You've got to keep it the tempo. One fun day with a wolf and a bird, baby was bowling in a closet. When I feel that, be our soul. Be like a little cat dog, cat dog. Cat dog. Cat dog. Cat dog. Alone in the world with a little cat dog. dog. <laughs> That's a great one. That is great. Well, well done. Alone in the world is a little cat dog. So we're back. Hey, we're back, baby. We're back. We're back. Uh, Athena from Toon Gabby. Hi, Athena. Hi. Uh, What show song you got for us? The Lizzie McGuire song. Now, now, which one? Which one are you talking about? The the TV show. Yeah. Okay, how does it go? Because I used to watch that. So Nathan, I know the the move, the classic movie song. Yeah. can you start? This is what dreams are made of. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's not hey it, though, now, is it? Is hey that now. the one? I think so. My mum watches it a lot. Um, how does it, so do you know how it goes? Uh, not really. I think I we could sing dream. that. How about we do, we'll do, hey, yeah, yeah, we'll do what dreams are made of, because yeah. we all know that one. Yeah. Hey I like now. that, Athena, sorry, you don't even know. <laughs> oh, it was my favourite. Have <laughs> a okay, go. Okay. Hey now. Hey now. This is what dreams are made of. Hey now, hey now. This is what dreams are made of. We've got somebody to love. We've got somebody to love. This is what dreams. 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 This is what dreams. Athena? Yeah, I made them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. On fire, guys. Let's keep going. Ellie from Victoria. Hi, Ellie. Hi. We're bloody on one, Ellie. Let me tell you. Uh, what's your show song? <laughs> I think you'll know this one. What about Neighbours? Oh, Neighbours. Everybody needs good Neighbours. <laughs> keep going, Ellie. Ellie. I can't remember the next With one. a little understanding, yeah. you can find your perfect friends. <laughs> Neighbours <laughs> will be there for one another. Ready? 
That's when good neighbors become good friends. Yes! <laughs> so good! So good! Another great Australian Really one. good. And not good to see an Aussie nod. Yeah, Aussie love nod, that. Yeah. Uh, Catherine, hello. Hoo-ha! Hoo-ha! Catherine, thank you for using the official greeting of the Jimmy and A show. Welcome to Jimmy and A do your show songs. Uh, (laughs) A brand new segment. I'm very impressed by your knowledge of teenage girl songs from, like, the 1990s. Thank you very much. It's my strong suit. Yeah, we we didn't – we watched a lot of TV growing up. Uh, I'll be honest, Catherine, on hard quiz, that would be my subject. Uh, 100%. You'd kill it. Uh, All right, what do you got for us, Catherine? You are the final cab off the rank here. What do you got? Save the best for last, Pokemon. Oh, I want to oh, be no. the very best oh. that no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will travel across the land, searching far and wide. To catch them is my real test. Is back in 30 seconds. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Uh, look, it is the Jimmy and Nate show right around the country. Jim, yesterday we spoke about muck updates. That can I, time can I just, is Sorry, Nate, to interrupt. Massive round of applause, Australia. Yeah, yeah, well done. You delivered. A lot of fun reminiscing about the great TV show songs. Uh, I think the thing good. is, we all love nostalgia. Oh, we love remembering. We love remembering things. You throw a catchy tune in there, I'm anybody's. And, and I, I'd argue some of the TV shows out there have some of the best. You know, songs. They They're do. so catchy. So catchy. Um, we should do a show once of just TV show songs. It's great. Write it down, Bruce. Let's do it. Actually, I really, I really like that. I told you. Oh, you know I always do my best. I tell best. you, he won't like it. Hamish from music. Uh, <laughs> Hamish. <laughs> shut up. Hamish from the music department will get some feedback, but yeah. get over it. Uh, <laughs> Okay, look, here's the thing. Yesterday on the show, we were talking about muck-up days. It's that time of year again, the school leavers, right before they go into their exams and they finish up grade 12, uh, they often do muck-up day. You and I were talking about it. You didn't have heaps of big things at muck-up day. You didn't have a big grade, to be fair. No, uh, look, I, my, I think because I, I was always doing the mucking. Um, You're always the mucker I didn't want to be forced to muck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I muck 264 days of the year. You don't want a day of mucking. They're like, you're going to muck today. And I'm like, I'm always mucking. Yeah. How about someone else mucks? Yeah, exactly. Lead the muck. On the muck day, muck off. Yeah. Muck I was, off and do your own mucking. I was like, I just want a day off. Yeah. All right. How about you guys? And I shouldn't have left them in charge. Yeah. Because they hit the bins. Got them, guys. <laughs> and and they, they put them in a room, did yeah. they? I remember being pissed off. It's not I was the like, recycling inside. Like, where, is can I, where do I put my rubbish? Bin. Uh, <laughs> uh, now, we did this on the show yesterday. We asked what happened on Markup Day. Uh, lots of people since then have reached out on Instagram at Jimmy Nath, I believe, Jim. Uh, quite a few different people telling us different things. But one thing in particular stood out. Yeah, look, there was a lot of messages about uh, a cow being uh, led up some stairs to a school yep. and then being craned out. I just feel like we'd all heard the rumor before. Yeah, and look, I, I reached out to a few people on Instagram going, oh, I'd love to have you on the show. And then people go, oh... Wasn't I? Wasn't my school? I just heard about it. I just it. heard about it. It was very much the Marilyn Manson removing one rib to Essie's mm. yeah, well, own pee. Well, you know I do have that, mate. Don't say his name, but he can do it. Yeah. 
He didn't remove a rib, but he's... He, anyway, we're talking muck up day. Um, <laughs> but he so can I th- do it. I thought it was a rumour. Yeah. Um, but then one uh, lady reached out uh, via the socials, um, who I believe works for our company somewhere mm-hmm. around this beautiful country of ours, and she said she was at the school. Yeah. She knows the school where the cow was crane lifted out from the top floor. Because cows, if you know this name, can't walk downstairs. So we are going to reach out to her, and hopefully we're going to have her on the show next. Uh, so you're in for a treat straight, because up next we have got um, the lady whose school put the cow on top of the roof, and also my mate, who can, it's his own. No. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. It's muck-up season, baby. All mm. the schools, uh, all, the, all the school leavers are doing all their crazy things. Vandalising cars, not great. No. Egging and flowering teachers, teachers and staff. Not great. Oh, I was going to say kind of funny. But... <laughs> But anyway, it's muck-up season, uh, and uh, I think earlier in the week uh, we told a story about, or we got people to call up yeah. with all the different things people are doing. And uh, Digital Kira, um, she told us that uh, she heard of a school cool. where a cow was put like up some stairs and they couldn't get it down. So we, we've had plenty of uh, messages on the mm. socials. So Kira told it about it. Yeah. My girlfriend actually messaged me, and she's like, was that in Gundawindi where they put a cow up on a roof? Well, it makes sense. You do have cows. You don't have stairs, though. No, which is... um, but <laughs> we don't have a second story <laughs> to take the cows up in Gundy. Um, but we had heaps of messages from people, and we reached yeah. out to them, and then they were like, oh, no, no, I, I knew of it. I knew someone. Yeah, okay. And then we, we got a DM um, from someone who, who works for our company uh, in the Brisbane office at B105, okay. I believe. And they... Just quickly, Abby Coleman, you're friends with us. You can just. <laughs> I believe that this person was at the school where this actually happened. Great. I love that. Okay. Well, please welcome to the show, Amelia. Hello, Amelia. Hi. How are you? Good. Now, Amelia, did this legitimately happen on Muck Up Day, the, the cow situation? Yes, it did. So it happened a couple of years. Um, I was in grade seven at the time. Yeah. But the grade 12 got a cow. Walked it up four flights of stairs, <laughs> and then we had to get a crane to get the cow off wow. the building. So they couldn't, it's true, you, they don't walk downstairs. Yeah, couldn't walk it down. So you can walk it up, but can't walk it down. Yes. It was, um, you we were sound, in a lot of trouble. You sound confused by it as well, Amelia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you say what school it was, Amelia? Yeah, or Hallows. Or Hallows. Or okay. Hallows. So where was, like... Where was the cow? Was it on the roof or is it just like in a classroom? Like, where did they take the cow? Um, in the science buildings. Mm. Tom, it kind of fits. Yeah. It's either that or the agricultural centre. Do they have an agricultural centre at All Hallows? No. No. No, no right. Okay. Where did they get the cow? Um, I actually have no idea. So, Amelia, so you were in grade seven. Did you see the cow being taken up there or did you hear about it or how did you come across the, the cow information? Um, we just saw all these security guards running across the school. <laughs> And okay, so you see this with lassos and cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> the cast of Yellowstone came out of nowhere. Uh, okay. <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the crane like take the cow out? Um, no, I think like it happened after school, so it was like the next day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. It was. We we have a bad reputation for muck up day. Right. And how was the muck up day celebratory steak? Um, pretty bad. The following year, we had to result to cling wrap on the toilets. We were pretty strict oh. on what we can and can't do. Was that your year or was that the year after the cow? Year after the cow. What about your year? What did you guys do? Um, we stole all the unlocked locks in the school, locked them all together and chucked them in the middle of the school. Get them, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Is this real Aussie slang? Yeah, fair dinkum, mate. Or fake Aussie slang? <laughs> Pointier than a cat's tail. Uh, have we addressed Audio Bones and what he's been saying? 
Because he says in that, he goes, pointier than a cat's tail. Fake. Definitely Re- fake. Great impression of Dave Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'm going to try and keep score this week, Nath. Okay. I haven't done that before. Uh, right. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight here. Eight. Right, eight. okay. So you haven't kept score over the last three times we've done this, but now... What should we do shit in this round? Well, because people message us and they go, I love learning about Aussie slang. So maybe the game should just be, I teach you real Aussie slang. But... I feel like I'd know a lot of it, though. Yeah, I think you'd know it. I think this is more interesting. And again, you find out which one's real, I'll tell you. I think it's fun. Um, But again, I think we should keep score because it it is a game, which we haven't. Mm. All right, so your first one. um, Pack the Scroggin. Pack the Scroggin. Pack the Scroggin. Never heard of a Scroggin. Can you give me the definition? Because I can ask for the definition. If you are joining us for the first time, there are, even for the fake Aussie words or phrases, uh, there are definitions. Shout out to our EP brews that are coming out with them. Uh, Pack the Scroggin, meaning when you're on a road trip and you pack the trail mix. So an assortment of nuts. Pack the Scroggin. Assortment of nuts. Pack the Scroggin. Real or fake Aussie slang. Hey, you pack the Scroggin. Well, that sounds Irish. (laughs) Unless tears. Bruce has gone Irish slang, which should be a right. huge. <clears throat> hey, mate, uh, you buddy back to Scroggin? Scroggin. Yeah, I'm going to say that's real. That's true. It's fake. Fake. But you were close okay. because it is real Kiwi slang. Oh, okay. So interesting from executive producer Bruiser. She's realised that how I play this game and my competitive advantage, and now she's gone with other countries. Smart. Smart producing from you, mate. So that is a, a very famous phrase over in uh, New Zealand. Remind right. me to buy you some scroggin, mate, as a reward. Good stuff. Uh, phrase number two. Oh, bloody hell. You heard about that Jimmy for the Jimmy Nash show? He's mad as a cut snake. Yeah, that's real. Absolutely. And one I use all the time. Yeah, it is. It's, a, it's a very common one and a great one. Mad as a cut snake. That is real Aussie slang. Uh, number three. Hey, mate, are you uh, boarding the beef bus? <laughs> oh, that's made up. That is absolutely made up. If that's fake. Yeah. It is fake, yeah, yes. Yeah, there you go. Can but, I get the definition of it, though? But it is a real phase, just not phrase, not Australian. Right, it okay. It is the act of having sex. Was it? What is it again? The act of having sex. Okay. Boarding the beef bus. Is that in a different country? Yeah. What country? Let's not, let's not keep going over it. <laughs> um, number four, acting like a rangy kangy. Made up. Rangy kangy. Nah, that's not real. No, nah, it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, Bruce, I withdraw that comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody mate, outside today, it's hotter than a dead dingo's balls. I think it's fake. Hotter than a dead dingo's balls. Hotter, because a dead dingo's donger. Is, fake? Yeah, it's fake. It's real. It's real. It means extremely hot outside. Hotter than a dead dingo's balls. Because mm. they've been lying in the sun, they, maybe. Yeah, they, they expand in the heat. Do they? Uh, You've uh, done your research. The scroggin has. Sorry, scrotum. <laughs> the scrotum. Back the scroggin, back the dingo balls. We're going on a road trip, guys. All right, um, next one. Getting Freddo frogged. Hey, mate, you want to go out this weekend and get Freddo frogged? I'm assuming that means, like, drunk. Means getting uh, inebriated. Yeah, yeah. It's de- I mean, I like it, but it's definitely fake. It is fake? Yeah, yeah. Yes, well done. Getting Freddo frogged. I don't mind that. We might. Every now and then, Bruce, you'll come up with one that I don't mind adopting. That's one of those. Um... Uh, have you heard about that uh, Jared who works on the Jimmy No Show? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's a few stubbies short of a six-pack. <laughs> now, there are so many different versions of this. A few kangaroos short in the top paddock. Yep. Uh, sandwiches short of a lunchbox. So, uh, this... The wheel's spinning, but the hamster's dead. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, are, there, are so, there are so many of these that, you know, it's, it's very difficult um, to, know what is real. to know what is real and what is fake. So, a I few mean... stubbies short of a six-pack. 
definition, they're not that smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, it could definitely it could definitely be real. I've never heard it. Be real, now, mate. That's done. No one yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna say, stubby short of a six pack. Gonna say it's fake. It's real. It's real. Okay, there you go. There you go. Uh, and the last one. To do a Harry. To do a Harry. To do a Harry. Definition of that. Uh, Jimmy and Ace, every time they go out, they are definitely going to do a Harry. Do a Harry. Do a Harry. Yeah, what is it? Uh, when someone disappears, often on a night out. Why? Harry. Oh, because Harry Potter. Um because he he's a magician. Because he's a magician, invisibility cloak. No, it's referring to when Australian Prime Minister Harold Holt disappeared in the ocean in 1967. Oh, okay. Doing a Harry. Jimmy and Ace are known to do a Harry on a night out. It's, yeah, Smoke I'm going to say that's true. It's real. It's real. It's yeah, real. yeah. Yes. Doing a Harold Holt. Yes. Yeah. Love, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I don't I mind am. that. Doing a Harry. Doing, doing a, a Holty. Doing a Holty. Yeah. Um, so you got bolted, one, two, bolted. three, four, five out of eight, mate. Five out of eight. Not bad. Not bad. Doing a Harry. Doing a Harry, mate. Go and do a Harry. See you yeah, later. Unfortunately, you won't see us for the last hour of the show because we're about to do a Harry. This is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Jimmy and Nate know some stuff. Facts that'll make you say, oh, shucks. And now they're asking, did you know? Did you know? Jimmy and Nate said, did you know? Yeah, this is where we get answers to things we didn't think we needed to know. One of the great games, executive producer Bruiser. Now, I'm just going to start this off with saying it is not a game. You guys keep denying it's a game. It's because I've been winning. I just think it's never been a game. It's absolutely been a game. There's been meetings about this. Yeah, in which I was like, this is a game. You've upset other members of the team by forcing your games upon them. Poor Jared. He's, he leaves. He's not even here during this segment That's anymore. That's because after every Wednesday show when I win, did you know I make him take me out for a victory dinner? He's been making me personalised trophies. Got a big cabinet, don't I? Ooh. It's not a euphemism. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, Nathan's a small penis. But uh, what, are we, what are we learning about? Not again. What are we learning about tonight, Bruce? So I've done some shopping. I'll show you what I've brought. So I have some... Just rice. uncooked rice. Just yeah. quickly, this is definitely where our show budget goes into this segment. <laughs> it's, what are you talking about? This is just my groceries. food and then takes it home and eats it. <laughs> yeah. Last night she had potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some honey. Sure. Yeah. We have some beans. Yep. Beans. What kind of beans? They're just like white. White like beans. dried beans. Dried beans. Um, and mm. then we have some powdered milk. Jeez, an interesting assortment. What do you think they have in common? Hold them up again. So you've got the powdered milk. Powder. Uncooked rice, uh-huh. dried beans, yep. and honey. I'm I'm going to guess that they don't go off. There's no expiry on these items. Oh, it's, a, it's interesting you said that because I've got honey sitting on my desk that's going all weird. And I looked on the back and there is an expiry date on it. Yeah, but I think that's for the plastic. Okay, yes, interesting. I think when so it goes the, hard, that's just the honey forming. You can actually microwave it and it'll melt again. Yeah. Okay, so there is a best before on this mm. one. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's like when water bottles have best befores. Water doesn't. Yes, it does. Oh, don't. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Dude, Bruce's opinion, water expires after a, like an, a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she two hours. It. Two <laughs> hours and then she's. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great don't, guess. You can't say that when you're bringing yeah. stuff in to teach people and people yeah. in the cars going, oh, wow, water expires after <laughs> two I'm going to say, I, I, I agree with Jim. I'll just throw another one in there. I don't know if I'm correct. Something involving starch. I don't know why. Okay. Because mm. last night the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> well... Not a game, but Jimmy's correct. Ah, you call one back. Jared, take him to dinner. (laughs) (laughs) 
So it turns out that these are all foods that basically last forever. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to do this was because I was thinking, what happens if we had a zombie apocalypse? We're going to need some stuff. You would create a bunker, wouldn't you? You've probably already got a bunker. I, I mean, I do have a little storage unit under my bedroom. Of course so you do. Yeah, she does. You crystal, are you, she keeps are, a bed dead bodies. Are your crystals in there? <laughs> no, they're on, they're on show. We don't know. Ex- need to explain what you do with your crystals, but... But do you want to tell me? Do you, do you want me to tell you about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah tell me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, we're going to get into uh, Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance. <laughs> so it turns out... Because there's sugar in honey, it basically lasts forever. Like you were saying, it kind of goes a little bit funny after a while. Yeah. It crystallizes, but you can use it forever. So you can heat it up again. Excellent. Great. Good That's good for to me to know because I'm thinking I'm having dodgy honey when I'm having my ginger tea pretty sharp. No, mate, you're fine. Fine. Well, that's good. Best you've ever looked in Still years. here. Yeah. Still here. Uncooked rice, it can go 30 years. That's 30 pretty years. Good. That's pretty good. 30 years. So mm. if you're in that bunker, mm. in bunker definitely. You got... I mean, you, you don't have anything to cook it with normally, so you. Just I don't know okay if I'd with... want to be in a bunker for thirty years, though. I'd be. I, I reckon after six months, I'd be like zombies, freaking come, come at, at me. me. Yeah, mm, I'll yeah, throw some right. rice at you. <laughs> you know what I mean? What about the beans? The beans, indefinitely. So Forever. they're just like always. Always. So, yeah. So like they'll be here before week, like after week. So what kind of? They're just generic beans. Just they're just white generic beans. dried beans. So. Pretty much pretty can last forever. I've never even seen those before, generic I didn't even beans. know they existed. existed. Just beans. Excellent source of fibre, good source of protein, which will need some protein in the bunker. So do you eat them raw or do you cook them? Well, I mean, I guess it depends if you have access to, like, cook something, yeah, but you could have them. How good your bunker say on the package you should cook them, but, I mean, when you're in your bunker, where do you have <laughs> boiling water? No, exactly. That's true. It depends how good your bunker is. But Ingredients, the... white beans. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but the powdered milk... Yeah. So it's recommended 18 months shelf life, but it's actually 25 years. So okay. a quarter of your life. And again, so. you don't even need water. For, I've had powdered milk before where you just... What? Yeah, I got ripped off. Why <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> shut up and dance. <laughs> this is the Jimmy and Nate podcast. Can't leave until... Uh, oh, so we might have gotten away with it. I, don't know, I thought we were still going. Quitting time! <laughs> Sometimes it sneaks up on us, the old quitting time whistle, mate. Yes, look, and that does mean it is time for a show rating, not a show review. If you heard us do a show review and chat, ne- no, you didn't. It was never no, a show review. I don't know what you're talking always about. Always a show rating. It's always been always a show rating. Always out of 10 and always a reason why. Exactly. Nothing ever changed. And if you've heard something different, you must have been listening to Cheery or Smallsy because... Yep. And if you are... It's unfortunate. Yeah, come back to the real side, right? We're here. Come We're hanging to, out. Come back to Funville. Come back to Funville. Catherine, welcome to the show. Catherine. Hello. 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 It's very transactional. Very formal. Very formal. Very, very, formal. Yep. very formal. This is a formal segment, isn't it? It like is. No, sorry. no yeah, it, it is. Sorry, it is. It's never changed. It more serious tone. It's never veered from being a formal conversation. Um, excuse me, dearest Catherine, how much of the show have you heard tonight? Uh, a reasonable portion. And what would you like to give it out of 10? A 6.75. That's fair. And why mm. would you give it such a rating? Well, earlier on, you got me waving at people, and mm. I didn't get any waves back. Mm. Yeah, but Catherine, sorry to break the formality here, right? So we did Radio Sweet and Sour. Yep. Right at the start of the show, we got people to wave. If you got a wave back, they were sweet. If you didn't, they were sour, right? Yeah. If you missed that, get it on the podcast. Good fun. Mm. Catherine, you're blaming us because you didn't get waves back. 100%. You don't because wanna... I, th- I believe your your reach is obviously not as far as you lead it out to believe it, you know, it extends. Or, or it's so incredible that people wanted you to get it wrong. Possibly, but I highly doubt that. 
I'm a very friendly person, and I was really disappointed. No, I'm, I'm not questioning your, your friendliness. I'm just saying if no, I was... No, I am. I'm <laughs> questioning your friendliness. The Jimmy and Nath Podcast. It's only the good stuff.